1430 CHKT, Fairchild Radio, Toronto. The following are programs for the international communities of Greater Toronto. Opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio. In every can of Guinness, there's over 250 years of brewing tradition. And a widget. The widget makes every can of Guinness, Guinness. It's Christmas. Baby, please come home. Yes, good morning, folks. Welcome to Kyologa's Crack. That's Look at that. The boys from Dublin, you too. We won't be home, will we? What's that? We're home here in Canada, but we won't we're be home in Ireland. We're in our other home. Sorry to bring that news to you now, mammies. <laughs> we're staying here. Not only to be home, we have a Boxing Day show to do. It's oh, we do. We have a Boxing Day show to do next week. Anyway, well, good morning, everyone. Kicking it off there with a nice tune from uh, from Ireland's uh, greatest, boys. greatest ever band. Yeah. I think I'm okay making that statement. I'd say so, yeah. You're fairly safe on that, solid, all right. Solid, solid. It's rare that you're safe making comments, but I'd give you that one. <laughs> Happy Christmas, everybody. Happy it's Christmas, the week everyone. that's in it. Now I hope you have the shopping done. Uh, shopping is done, and uh, I have to explain to the listeners what you have, what you're wearing now. You've got the Santa hat on I today, do, of course, Kenny. I yeah. love it. Good man yourself. Every that's year nice I wear touch. that now. Yeah. Come now, in is here that, to the studio. Is that your that. hair just below the red, or it's is that so white, funny. a white I rim on it? It's fu- funny that you mentioned that now. I said <laughs> that to the boys when I was leaving the house this morning. <laughs> I said, is this the hat or the hair? Which one is it? <laughs> yes, it's white. Oh, there it's you white, go. It's white, it's white, it's white. No well, listen, doubt. the big draw was made last week for the Euros. Group of death. We got the group of death. Or one of them, anyway. I'm looking forward to it, though. Yeah. Asher, why wouldn't we? Will we go? I think so. All right. Definitely to the Swedish game, anyway. <laughs> huh? Right there in Paris. Oh, yeah. Donnelly's brother has an apartment or a house mm-hmm. over there. Yeah. We could yeah. snake in exactly. there. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. In I think we have to In and out that. for the weekend to Paris. They said that uh, the FAI will have about uh, 16% of the, the tickets, something like uh, 13,000 seats oh, for that. Yeah. But there's a whole draw for that. We'd probably have to go outside of that because yeah. we're not a member of any of their groups. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. you know what? We have ways of getting tickets. Or we do, of course. Yeah. Maybe some of the listeners would give us that for Christmas or Money something. Money talks, like Kenny. Money it does, talks. It does. Yeah. It definitely talks. So we'll go over for sure. Why yeah. wouldn't we? And um, Sweden, Belgium, and uh, Italy are in the group. And I loved how you actually put it to us when that draw came yes, out. Yes, yes. Pints, pizza, chocolate, and meatballs. Huh? <laughs> that's it. Deadly. Yes, that's the That'll be some party now. We huh? can just uh, have them all bring their, their thing. Absolutely, right? yeah. 
that's the thing to do. I think we, uh, I think we get that sorted out. That'd be mighty crack altogether now. Yeah. And uh, you did the music today. Now, is it all um, Chris Christmas Christmas stuff today? Uh, mostly now. Yeah. Easy for you to say. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, mostly Christmas. Although we have uh, there's a few birthday requests in. Some requested Couple, Christmas, yeah. and then uh, and then uh, another one that is off the beaten track. It's not a Christmas song, but sure, that's okay. Yeah, very good. We'll play that. Yeah. For some uh, for some of some our listeners. About that now. Lots of requests out there. Uh, speaking of soccer too, uh, a lot of us would have grown up watching uh, Match of the Day and watching uh, Jimmy Hill. Remember having to get in? Oh, oh. oh I like that. Like That's that? good. Very good. Yes, there you go. My goodness. Match of the Day. Uh, yeah, so we'd uh, you'd have to get into the pajamas and you were allowed to stay up a little That's bit right. late. Yeah, yeah. Long, Long before the, the day where they were showing every game. Yeah. You just got Match of the Day. Match One of the of them. Day. Yeah. And Jimmy Hill. Anyway, he uh, sadly passed away at 87. He did Match of the Day from 1973 till 1989. Oh, he finished in 89, did yeah, he? I thought he, he went a bit a longer than that. A yeah. long battle with uh, Alzheimer's. So, uh, really? yeah, he passed oh, wow. away at 87. So, Yes, I remember um, him well. We would have definitely grown up uh, li- listening to him. He was actually very entertaining. I have to he say. was. Very entertaining. Former player and former uh, coach as well. So Yeah. So, listen, uh, uh, f- a very famous uh, GAA star is looking to topple um, Michael D. Higgins. Did yeah. you see that? Well, he can't topple him, but after Michael finishes it, yeah, yeah, he could get in there. Yeah, unless Michael D. wants to give it another oh, lash. Yeah, of yeah. course. And why wouldn't he? Joe Brawley Joe is Brawley. interested in running for president of Ireland. Imagine that. When yeah. I first read the headline, I thought it was president of the GAA, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And well, but yeah. no, so some political parties have asked him to, yeah. to run. That's Could you imagine that? Could you imagine if Trump became the president of the U.S. and oh. Joe Brawley was the president of Ireland? My Lord Can you almighty. imagine going to a, one of the off-sites that they have there? A G, <laughs> You'd a be a fly on the wall in that thing. That summit, <laughs> no, they wouldn't allow us in, that's for sure. God that's very interesting, man. though. Very it interesting. is indeed, yeah. yeah. And uh, how about, did you get up to see the fight or did you stay up to see the fight, Stayed I should up to say? see the fight. It did cost you? me $5 a second. Unbelievable. 13 seconds long. Yeah. yeah. One wallop. One wallop and away he goes. Yeah, but Big you might have him a wallop when he's... His, on as, the way as, down, as the like... The commentator said, as his, as his head uh, exploded, yeah. <laughs> his fist came through with a... Un- unreal. Yeah, like. yeah, give him a good, good wallop. I actually, when that's when I read the headline, because I didn't bother staying up, I had to be up early for my uncle's hockey yeah, yeah. early in the morning the next day, and I read the headline, and I always remember as a young fella, my dad talking about his pal coming over to his house to, of course, back then, listen on the radio yeah. to the Ali Liston fight. Right. And which ended in the first round, about a minute 45 into the first round. Yeah. And his pal came over, got up in the morning, came over to his house. And by the time he knocked on my dad's door, the fight was over. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure in Vegas, there was a lot of fellas, you know, maybe getting that last pint in before, oh, yeah, before they, going to yeah. the washroom no, or something sure, yeah. and coming out. And there it was, all done. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of boxing there, uh, we were down at the big party in P.G. O'Brien's last week. and oh, met sure, that was man. mighty. George Chevallo. Yes, we said of that. Of course, yeah, I got my yeah. facts all wrong when I was talking to him. I said, what was it like to stand over Muhammad Ali when you put him <laughs> down? Didn't you put him down? I said, he said, no, that was Henry Cooper. He said, I never put him down. He said, I went the distance with him. He did go the distance. Fair he did, play yeah. to him. I don't think he ever got knocked down in his life, actually, Chevallo. No. Of course, yeah. I put that up on Facebook and had a million people telling me all my facts Correcting were you. All, oh, telling me oh, all sure. wouldn't stuff. be the first time. Wikipedia let me down. Yeah, wouldn't be no. the first time now. And... Uh, I'm surprised. Did Smitty not get a photograph of you and George? Uh, no, he didn't. No, he, didn't he was doing mighty work down there he last week, Smitty. Yeah. yeah, and uh, some great photographs. I'll have to post a few on our website now. From a few bad ones later. as well, though, right? So we won't post. Ah, uh, yeah, we will, we don't do that now. We wouldn't do yeah. that to ourselves. Yeah. No, and they're not bad because Smitty took them. They're just no. Yeah, the I was in there with a bunch of young ladies from Galway, and he took a lovely picture, and I sent that's my my Christmas card this year. Oh yeah, and my brother wrote <laughs> back to me, "Yeah, you and your grandkids." Huh? <laughs> it's awful, awful abuse that I get. <laughs> Anyway, and uh, but boxing as well. Uh, Andy Lee is going yeah. to uh, fight tonight in Manchester. So uh, Billy Joe Saunders, he's taking him on. Will so beat him? I think he will, yeah. All right, I don't Why wouldn't he? that too much, huh? no. Yeah, he will, of course. Yeah, why wouldn't he? So that's good. Um, yeah, so that's the what, crack. Uh, what tune do we have lined up? We don't do Christmas or uh, birthday uh, conversations here yet, do we? No, no, All we're right. not going to do that just yet. That now, we'll, right? I will, we'll of course, yeah. Yeah, no, I will. I'll cue, I'll cue you when that's that's right. ready. This okay. is a wee bit of. Uh, I thought we'd bring a bit of Gaelic into uh, lovely, the music. Uh, lovely, lovely, this, lovely. Uh, this one, and this is uh, a drummer boy in Gaelic. Oh, huh? okay. Yeah, take this now. Now. Mm-hmm. 
Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. For over 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of executive chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. All right, here's the man in Ottawa now. Uh, normally he's in Ottawa, but today he's doing the news from a place called Mayo in Quebec, believe it or not. <laughs> That's wonderful. It's true. Such a place does exist, and there's places like Killaloe, Killaloo in Ontario as well. Thank you very much for that, Mark and Ken. Great to have both of you on the boards there. And good morning, folks. Desmond DeVoy here with the pre-Christmas edition of the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our good friends over at Aer Lingus. And here are the top stories that have been making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. County Fermanagh's Arlene Foster is well on her way to becoming the first female First Minister of Northern Ireland. Foster, currently the North Finance Minister, was selected as the first female leader of the Democratic Unionist Party on Thursday after nominations closed to replace outgoing leader Peter Robinson. She was the only one who put her name forward after Belfast North MP Nigel Dodds decided against a bid himself. Foster said that it was an enormous honour and an even greater responsibility to take up the role, according to the BBC. She said it was, quote, also humbling to follow in the footsteps of political giants like Ian Paisley and Peter Robinson, the party's only two leaders since its founding in 1971. Interestingly, though, Foster did not start out political life with the DUP, but was with the Ulster Unionist Party for years, jumping ship back in 2004. She was born in Ross Lee, County Fermanagh, in 1970. When she was only eight, her father, a part-time policeman, was shot by the Irish Republican Army at the family farm. When she was a teenager, a bomb exploded underneath her school bus in 1988. 
She was first elected as an MLA for Fermanagh and South Tyrone in 2003, having served on Fermanagh District Council beforehand. She has twice been acting First Minister before in 2010 and again this past September. In health news this morning, drivers who smoke in cars in the company of small children will now face prosecutions and fines of 100 euros starting on New Year's Day. The ban follows a similar law in England and Wales, which came into force on October 1st. John Jacob, Deputy Secretary General of the Association of Guard Sergeants and Inspectors, told the Irish Times that members have been told to adopt a non-confrontational approach to enforcement. People are not expecting Gardaí to be stopping them from smoking in their own cars, he said. But Gardaí would have to deal with cases as they rose and that it would likely be treated like seatbelt infractions. The legislation was co-introduced by Senator John Crown, a consultant oncologist, who said that the law was about changing attitudes. But John Mallon, representing smokers group Forrest Eren, said that there was no, quote, pressing need for the ban and that it was, quote, another stupid law. Well, this next story isn't quite a Christmas story, but it is a crime story that very much has the ring of forgiveness and goodwill towards men, with some very odd twists along the way. When Father P- Paddy Conway of Ennis, County Clare, went to his closet on Monday, December 7th, the last thing he expected to see amongst the hangers of clothes was burglar Michael Clune. After the criminal gave back the 20 euros he had stolen from the priest, Conway, 73, gave Clune 30 a drive into Ennis Town Centre. This week, Clune, who has 69 previous convictions, pled, gu- pled guilty at Ennis District Court to burglary. He received an eight-month suspended jail term consecutive to the eight months in jail he is currently serving. Judge Patrick Durkin, who often sees Clune before him in the court, said that, quote, when you open your wardrobe, the last thing you expect to see is Mr. Clune. Ironically, Conway said he had received a Christmas card from Clune just days before the robbery. Conway said that he had known Clune since he was a child and was, quote, disappointed that he would do this. He returned home last week to find that a concrete block had been tossed through the window of the house he lives in by himself. He discovered Clune in the closet and, after initially denying the theft of the money, eventually handed it over. He then dropped him off at the Ennis Pro Cathedral. More damning words came from Garda Inspector Tom Kennedy, who told the court that, quote, it is difficult for me to say anything positive about Mr. Clune, and I can't say anything positive. Clune suffers from alcohol and substance abuse and had recently started smoking heroin. After sentencing, the judge told Clune, I hope things work out well for you in prison. He was quoted as saying in the Irish Independent. Well, in entertainment news, science fiction fans know that everyone is making money off of the new Star Wars movie with their many commercial tie-ins. Well, everyone that is, except Dublin City Council. The Dublin Spire on O'Connell Street was lit up like one of the film's iconic lightsabers this week to celebrate the release of The Force Awakens. The landmark will remain lit up with blue lights until January 2nd, but Council confirmed to the Herald that it did not charge Disney for their high-profile promotion. Disney likely knows that it got quite the bargain from the Irish capital when you consider that they had to pay local authorities in London, England, the equivalent of €33,000 for a similar publicity stunt using Nelson's column in Trafalgar Square. A spokeswoman told the paper that while council received no money for the lighting, they didn't have to pay anything extra to light it up either. However, Irish landscapes appear to have stolen the show in the movie's finale with Skellig Michael Island off the coast of County Kerry, featuring prominently in the film's final moments. As a thank you for allowing the crew to film on the island, there was a special showing for the people of Kerry in Killarney this week, which was attended by locals who worked on the film set, ferrying crew members to the island, while also ensuring the integrity of the protected site. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you, as always, by our good friends at Aer Lingus, which will be winging some of you home to Ireland this week for Christmas or New Year's as part of their year-round service from Toronto to Dublin. Grab a deal to Ireland, Toronto to Dublin round trip from $639. Yes, that's round trip from 639 Travel select dates from February to March of 2016. Hurry, book by Thursday, January 7th, because like Santa Claus, these deals will be leaving soon. Fares are per person, air transportation charges, taxes, and fees are included. Restrictions apply. Smart flies, Aer Lingus. For more, go online to www.airlingus.ca. That's www.aerlingus.ca. Now you're up to date. I'd like to wish all of our listeners a very Merry Christmas, and especially to my great crew down there in Toronto at Keolex Crack, Mark, Ken, and Jay. All the best of holiday wishes from up here in the Ottawa Valley. So that's it. Until next week, folks, 
Slango Foil Agus Nolakana. Good man, Desmond. We were, played, look, yeah. we were just looking at each other, wondering who he was talking about. I know, uh, huh? Great crew down in Toronto. I tell you. Anyway. Congratulations there now on that report coming from... But he said Ottawa. I thought he was in Mayo, Quebec. In Mayo, Quebec, yeah. Never know like where he'll be next week yeah, now. He like, doesn't like to give it away sometimes. Yeah. No, I just want to just an- announce too that uh, lovely Gaelic song on Dramadoreen was from Roisin El Safi and Ronan Brown on their album. That's a brand new CD. Uh, it's called Auron Nanulig and it's favourite Christmas songs in Irish and you can get that I'm yeah. sure at your local CD store yes. run out there and get it because I it's will. a great wee track yeah. alright we have uh, our first birthday wish coming up here hey. this is uh, a man I'm sure a lot of our listeners would know he listens into the show every week Noel Gallagher he's got a birthday coming up on December the 24th good man Noel and uh, we, he, we wanted uh, the first Noel played oh. so I took a look around here and found a nice traditional track of, uh, of the uh, Christmas Celtic Christmas CD and so we'll send this out to Noel. Of course, Noel, and it's Noel as well. It is, yeah. Is that why he requested a wonder? What a great Irish name, Noel Gallagher. Yeah. yeah. Play that old song there now, Kenny. Are you? Thank you. 
lovely stuff. That's a great bit of music there. Isn't it? Old tin whistle. Oh, you can't beat it. Can't beat can't it, beat yeah. it. Right, listen, I had a, um, a text. I get about two texts a year from this cousin of mine who lives in Castle right. Bar. And uh, for a living, what he does is he Was he the brown policeman? He's, he is. Well, that's your man. Yeah, yeah. yeah doles out the tickets in, in Castle Bar to people and does a great job of so it. He's too. fierce popular up Very there. popular, yeah. yeah. Now, I think... I don't think he needed that job to, to keep that popularity <laughs> he probably had taken into going into the job. Anyway, he told me to send out some Christmas greetings to the Morleys, to the St. Pat's Club, the St. Vincent's Club, the Toronto Gales Club. Oh, he's covering everyone <laughs> <And> off. <Sean laughs> Souths, all of his former clubs. He played for everyone. So um, anyway, he was a great GAA star out here. At least he thought he was anyway. And uh, also wanted to pay his uh, Merry Christmas to uh, uh, Tony, Louise and Paul. Uh, those are um, that's my uncle and my cousins here, and uh, he says up Mayo at the very end anyway. Deadly. So, thing. so speaking of Mayo, we got a call this week from um, we from, did from John Morley. Yeah, right? and apparently I didn't know he morning, was this romantic at all. Oh, I, huh? I hadn't a clue. I hadn't a clue. But anyway, so anyway, he wanted to play. There's a big birthday over there on um, over there at uh, at the Morley household. Right, Kathleen. We can't say how old she is. Twenty one. But it's a, it's a again. It's apparently a good round number. Oh, yeah. be the yeah. Lord, okay. But anyway, uh, can you imagine now what would be flowing over there? It'd be a bit of prosecco or champagne. Oh, definitely. Chocolate covered strawberries. Roses will be out. I'd sitting say sitting up in the bed listening to the two show dozen right ra- roses. I'd say this morning now. Two dozen, and uh, of course he'd be down at the end of the bed filing the nails and, oh, and yeah. massaging the feet for her. He wouldn't let her out of the bed today. I'm sure. Huh? <laughs> no, no. He'll be in there now bringing her up cups of tea. Yeah. Yeah, huh? absolutely. That's oh the way yeah. the old style, yeah? Yeah, old style. But anyway, I, I had no idea. Anyway, a very big happy birthday to uh, one of our loyal listeners, uh, Kathleen. Happy birthday, Kathleen. And um, anyway, sure, hopefully we'll see her over to Christmas and uh, buy her an old drink or something. Oh, like we that. might. Yeah. Might do that. And hopefully she'll buy us one back. That's the bits <laughs> about the work, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, requested a song here. They kind of ruined our Christmas run here. Ah, but sure. Here. We'll let them away uh, with it. And um, I've never heard this song before. Now, you were telling me that it's fairly good. Yes, yeah. but you have to listen to the words. <laughs> All right, a darling Kathleen, it is my darling Kathleen. By who? Who's singing it? Mike Denver. Mike Denver. Here we go. In an old country hall, down an old country lane. That's where I first met her and my memories remain As she waltzed round the floor in her blue satin dress My poor heart beat faster with her every step An angel from heaven, a star from above But how could I tell her I was so much in love So I asked her to dance on that Saturday night And that was the start of the rest of our lives And the crystal ball flickered upon her sweet face And the girl that I longed for was in my embrace Oh please, please don't wake me from this beautiful dream in your arms I'm in heaven, my darling Kathleen In an old country church, down an old country lane Our families and friends gathered that day I had nothing to offer but this small band of gold And my love forever to have and to hold And a crystal ball flickered upon her sweet face And the girl that I longed for was in my embrace Oh please, please don't wake me from this beautiful dream In your arms I'm in heaven, my darling Kathleen Today our friends gather in that old church once more To say their goodbyes to the girl I adore And if God is to grant me just one dying dream I'll waltz around heaven with 
my darling Kathleen. When crystal ball flickers upon her sweet face, and the girl that I loved would be in my embrace. Oh, please, please don't wake me from this beautiful dream. In your arms, I'm in heaven, my darling Kathleen. In your arms, I'm in heaven. My darling Kathleen. Oh, that is a beautiful song. I can't believe you were saying those things about that song. Oh, I it's never gorgeous. would. Never, never. That I was lovely now. That's going to be on my hit list now four or five times a year. Oh, I I'd love say it. it will I be. All right. Great dancing going on. Hey, listen, we have a lot of special guests on the show every year. Um, you know, and earlier this year we had the man himself, Shane Lowry, on. But oh, we yeah. have a very famous fella on the phone here right now. And uh, he's about to get very, very busy. Santa Claus joins us on the phone here. Good morning, Santa Claus. How are you doing, pal? Oh, oh, oh. good morning, working Ken. How are the good boys today? Ah, oh, we're great, we're Santa. Bit, we're, we're great. We were a bit naughty most of the year, but we're get, we turned it around in the last month. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to talk about your trip to Ireland, but what happens <laughs> in Ireland stays in Ireland. Oh, thanks, Santa. <laughs> Thank you. Come here oh, to me. Oh, you oh, must oh, be busy. I know you moved to a new house up in the North Pole, did you? We did, yes. We've been very busy and we're looking forward to Christmas. Yeah. As usual, all the good boys. Actually, Aer Lingus was kind enough to send a special plane up, and I'm in Toronto today. Ah, oh, lovely. Oh, oh and Diageo was kind enough to set Santa up with a couple of nice pints of Guinness on the flight down. Ah, ah great. sure, that's great. great. They're great. Oh, they're great altogether. Companies are very good to us, those two, those two companies in particular. I'm glad they're treating oh, you well. Oh, they're very good to me, yes. Yeah. Claus really enjoys flying and Aer Lingus and... Sometimes she doesn't like Santa having too many pints of the good stuff, though. <laughs> <laughs> How's Mrs. Claus doing this year? Oh, very well, very well. Mrs. Claus is actually getting her hair done in Toronto today for the big big weekend coming up next weekend. You're going to uh, be fierce busy now uh, next week, uh, Santa. Oh, very busy, coming up to a very busy time, but I had to come down to Toronto and see all my good friends in the Irish community. Lovely. You, you might even see Santa at the Galway Arms on the Queensway later on this afternoon. Oh, oh boy, oh, boy a special visit in. My God. I hope Charlie Foster's been good this year. Well, he's not been too bad, but uh, he, he could have been better, but he's been a pretty good boy, so <laughs> he might be able to sit on Santa's lap later. <laughs> oh, Santa. Brendan, Brendan Rossiter has been a very bad man this year now. Oh. Make sure you got nothing for him. Oh, he gets a lump of coal like he's gotten every year since I've known Brendan as a little child. <laughs> <laughs> and that Sean Gilroy fella, too. He was naughty last Friday night down there at, uh, at P.J. O'Brien's. Boy, oh, I read about that. Oh, oh, oh. Those actors, he's just like Charlie Sheen, I tell you. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you keep an eye on everyone, don't you, Santi? I do indeed, especially you two. Ah, <laughs> no, here you go. It's a full-time job. <laughs> <laughs> it is, uh, that's right. Yeah, no doubt. So you want to visit any more spots when you're down here, Santa? Well, I'm, I'm heading out to Mississauga shortly to meet a friend at the Belfast Lounge for a pint and uh, probably head downtown later on this afternoon or this evening to hit PJ's and staff in that Irish Embassy and pass at uh, PJ O'Brien's. Oh, good man. Hopefully we'll do get the rounds and going to the pantomime tomorrow. Oh, lovely. Get back up to the North Pole to get the... Back in shape here. Good man yourself. Yeah, it's great to be able to delegate all that stuff to the elves so you can go on the beer. That's very good. That's a lot of years of practice. <laughs> good man, Santa. You're always good to remember us and call into this show every year. We, we, we love it when you call in. Well, hopefully we'll see you over the holidays, boys, and, and be good, and a very Merry Christmas to you and all of your family, and happy birthday to Kathleen Morley. She's been a very good girl, but I don't know about her husband. I'm on, <laughs> I'm on, the, I'm on the fence on John right now. <laughs> all right, you, anyway, better, very, you better keep your head... everybody. All right, see you, Santa. Thanks, Santa. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There he is, the man himself. Santa Claus there, huh? That's Giving us another call. The great man altogether. He remembers every year. You know, fellow, so as busy as he is, he's a good man now. He just gives us an old shout. Come here, have we got us some more music lined up here? Are we? Do a little ad here now. We're going to do an ad. Okay, who have we got? The Irish Shabin, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub, invites you down to see what the buzz is all about. For man is Brendan Dolan and his team guarantee an authentic Irish pub experience. Located at 5555 Eggington Avenue West, just west of Ramforth Avenue, the Irish Shabin is inspired by tradition. The menu is filled with delicious pub grub. Enjoy the warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cosy spots to call your own. There's even a large patio outside if you're looking for a bit of fresh air. 
There's a lovely private room called the Centennial. It has a fireplace, a 60-inch flat screen that can be used for meetings. It's a great spot for hosting special events, team or association gatherings. Drop in any time and say hello to Brendan and his friendly bunch or give them a call at 416-695-9178. And don't forget to check out theirishabean.com for the schedule of weekly live entertainment. So off you go to 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just west of Ranfort Avenue. The Irish Shabean, you won't be disappointed. When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keane family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home and not too far from home at 838 The Queensway in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. There we right. go. Lovely to go away. Go down there for an old pint over the Christmas. We will be dropping in there next week now. We won't tell anyone when because we, we like to keep the paparazzi away from uh, from from ourselves. We like to enjoy our pints instead of being annoyed. You indeed, know, indeed. Yeah, and all yeah that we don't stuff. want to be doing that. Yeah. Hey, uh, we didn't mention off the top there, but Alan Brogan. Yes. Three-time All-Ireland winner with Dublin. Yeah. Retired yeah. this yeah. week. Retired at the top of his game. Top too, of I his think. game, yeah. yeah. It yeah, was a definitely. strange one now, I have to say. But um, yeah, that's uh, he'll be a big loss too. And his brother's going to continue playing anyway, isn't he? Keeping it going, yeah. 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 Ah, yeah, so no, the they're very talented, very talented family there. Good, yeah. good. It's all good. I can't wait for the old GAA to get going again. I really miss it when it's yeah. not happening. Of course, the club stuff is uh, is great and everything, but uh, ah, you're not really into it, you know. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, and I um, I'm expecting huge things from Leash this year altogether. I'd say that. Hope you're <laughs> you're expecting that every Ireland. year, though, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to be changed oh there. Lord, Lordy All Lord. right, listen, we'll move on. We have a few old requests to go. This yeah. one, uh, one of the winners, actually, of the Ken McGugan books last week was uh, Corey McDaniel. We had a load of entries in for that, yeah, yeah. and we did a little draw, and Corey McDaniel's name came out, and uh, he also wanted a, a request. So uh, why not? This is uh, the Irish Rovers and Mrs. Fogarty's Christmas Cake. Lovely. As I sat in my window last evening, a letter was brought round to me. A little gilded invitation saying, Gilhooly, come over to tea. Each Christmas the Fogarty sent it, so I went just for elf and ship's sake. And the first thing they gave me to tackle was a slice of Miss Fogarty's cake. And there were plums and prunes and cherries. There were citrons and raisins and cinnamon too. There were nuts and cloves and berries. And a crust that was nailed on with glue. There were caraway seeds in abundance, true for work of a fine stomach ache. It would kill a man twice after eating a slice of Miss Fogarty's Christmas cake. Miss Mulligan wanted to try it, but really it wasn't no use. For we worked on it over an hour, but a piece of it wouldn't come loose. Till Kelly came in with the hatchet, and Murphy came in with the saw. But Miss Fogarty's cake had the power for to paralyze any man's jaw. And there were plums and prunes and cherries. There were citrons and raisins and cinnamon too. There were nuts and cloves and berries. And a crust that was nailed on with glue. There were caraway seeds in abundance. Sure would work up a fine stomach ache. It would kill a man twice after eating a slice of Miss Fogarty's Christmas cake. Miss Fogarty, proud as a peacock, kept smiling and talking away Till she tripped over Flanagan's brogans and spilt the potsheen in her tay Huckle hooly, she says, you're not in, try a little bit more to make cake 
Oh no, Mrs. Fogarty, said I, any more in my stomach would break. And there were plums and prunes and cherries. There were citrons and raisins and cinnamon too. There were nuts and cloves and berries. And a crust that was nailed on with glue. There were caraway seeds in abundance. Sure would work up a fine summer cake. It would kill a man twice after eating a slice of Miss Fogarty's Christmas cake. Maloney was hit with a colic, O'Donnell a pain in his head. McNulty lay down on the sofa and he swore that he wished he was dead. Miss Bailey went into hysterics and there she did wriggle and shake. And all of us swore we were poisoned from mitten Miss Fogarty's cake. And there were plums and prunes and cherries. There were citrons and raisins and cinnamon too. There were nuts and cloves and berries. And a crust that was nailed on with glue. There were caraway seeds in abundance, sure to work up a fine stomach ache. It would kill a man twice after eating a slice of Miss Fogarty's Christmas cake. Yes, it would kill a man twice after eating a slice of Miss Fogarty's Christmas cake. This is Fogarty's cake. Love a bit of Christmas cake. Oh, that's one thing I miss from yeah, home. Yeah. Without Christmas cake. Yeah, I got you an old, um, just so you know, an old plum pudding for Christmas. Oh, lovely. Yeah, I'm not oh, going to surprise good. you with it because All it's, right. uh, it's, it's out there now. I want you excited about. I am very excited right now. We poured yeah. a bit of brandy <coughs> over it and light it up. Yeah, absolutely. Will you make the custard? I will make the custard if you oh, want. Oh, be yeah. the Lord, okay. Yeah, yeah. you're I'll deadly. Make the custard. Yeah, I'm a fierce man around the place. Yeah, good man. All right. Well, more requests, folks. We had uh, a lot of requests actually for this song now uh, throughout the week. Uh, but another one of our book winners that came out. We gave away two books last week of that Ken McGugan story, Celtic Lightning. Thirty people we had to draw. And uh, the other one of the winners was uh, Rhett O'Connor, and she wanted Silent Night by Bing Crosby and uh, then she oh. said maybe Joe Dolan and I had to remind her that I don't play Joe when I'm doing the music <laughs> uh, but uh, then we had a few more requests for Silent Night and we decided then we'd go with uh, Celtic Women so they're going to sing this one now for us all that's uh, a great right. tune yeah lovely hurling
very good. Celtic woman. She ah, can't go wrong. You couldn't bait them. Can't go wrong. So listen, um, we got uh, Michael P. Hurley gave us an old shout this week, didn't yes, he? Yes, he did indeed. Yeah, I got very excited actually when I saw that coming through because I thought, I thought maybe won. I won. Oh, yeah. Huh? yeah no. But sure, it was just his annual reminder yeah, to yeah. announce that the pot of gold tickets are available and they make a great Christmas or a birthday gift, they don't do. they? Yeah, absolutely. And you can contact Michael himself at 416-233-4960 or give Deirdre McKenna a call at 416 431 4828 and uh, lots of great prizes of course tickets are only a hundred dollars and there's uh, prizes of twenty five hundred dollars or a thousand dollars or you could win yourself the grand prize of a gm chevrolet spark or you could take the cash fourteen thousand dollars sure don't i know all about it didn't i didn't i wasn't i a winner winner you chicken were. dinner this year yes, yes indeed was, lovely yeah. hurling ten yeah. ten ten Multiple 10 uh, return on my $100. Nice one. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I Paul Farkas was the, the seller of that ticket, was he yeah. to you? Yeah. Yeah, he oh, was. I tell you. He spent it in Cardiff. We did you. indeed. Fair ah. play to you. Bought plenty the of pints that night. Yep. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So there's, uh, there's actually over 70 ticket uh, sellers in the community. But again, as mentioned, if uh, you need to contact Michael to find out your nearest one, you can give him yeah. a shout. 416-233-4960. And as you know, uh, the, the funds that are raised from this are granted back to many of our, yeah. our local organizations, the GEA, Toronto Irish Players, St. Patrick's Parade Society, the Senior Centre on the Danforth, and of course who started this show, the Eamon O'Loughlin Irish Immigration Centre yeah. on Young Street. So there they you go. subsidised the park that the GA have been playing at for all these years, and uh, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing to see. And all my memories out there in the park, Deadly. lording there in fullback. Oh, I'll tell you. I didn't move too far out from fullback very often. No, I wouldn't yeah. say so. But buns <laughs> to elephants when they came in, huh? When they came in, just wait underneath it, yeah. Well, what would a Christmas show be without the voice of uh, Frank Kelly? Now, there was a bit of, of, a, of a, an error, was there, last year when you played this one? It was, one yeah. I thought I was playing this, but I wasn't. No, so we'll it's play it this simple, year Kenny. now. It's quite yeah, simple. It is simple. Now, you asked me this week, it was very nice of you to offer what's my favourite Christmas yeah. song, and uh, I picked this one. It's not really a song. No. But I remember um, driving with my dad to, to Port Leash once, yeah. and he heard it for the very first time, and he actually had to pull the car over. <laughs> And get out. He was laughing so much. Ah, that's great. Yeah. Anyway, that's well, why I played I it, it. And the first time, and my young fella Ronan, it was his first time hearing <laughs> it this week. Yes. And he said, oh, you have to play that on the show, Daddy. <laughs> and I think this was a fam- uh, favourite one of Eamon's every year as well. So here's Frank Kelly in the 12 Days of Christmas. Enjoy. Day one. Dear Nola, thank you very much for your lovely present of a partridge in a pear tree. We're getting the hang of feeding the partridge now, although it was difficult at first to win its confidence. It bit the mother rather badly in the hand, but they're good friends now, and we're keeping the pear tree indoors in a bucket. Thank you again. Yours affectionately, Gubnet O'Lunacy. Day two. Dear Nola, I cannot tell you how surprised we were to hear from you so soon again, and to receive your lovely present of two turtle doves. You really are too kind. At first, the partridge was very jealous and suspicious of the doves, and they had a terrible row on the night the doves arrived. We had to send for the vet. But the birds are okay again, and the stitches is due to come out in a week or two. The vet's bill was eight pound, but the mother is over her annoyance now, and the doves and the partridge are watching the telly from the pear tree as I write. Yours ever, Gobnet. Day three. Dear Nola, we must be foremost in your thoughts. I had only posted my letter when the three French hens arrived. There was another sort out between the hens and the doves who sided with the partridge, and the vet had to be sent for again. The mother was raging because the bill was £16 this time, but she has almost cooled down. However, the fact that the bird's droppings keep falling down on her hair while she's watching the telly doesn't help matters. Thanking you for your kindness, I remain your governor. Day 4. Dear Nola, you mustn't have received my last letter when you were sending us the four calling birds. There was pandemonium in the pear tree again last night, and the vet's bill was £32. The mother is on sedation as I write. I know you meant no harm, and remain your close friend, Gobnet. Day five. Nola, your generosity knows no bounds. Five gold rings. When the parcel arrived, I was scared stiff that it might be more birds because the smell in the living room is atrocious. However, I don't want to seem ungrateful for the beautiful rings. Your affectionate friend, Gubnet. Day six. Nola, what are you trying to do to us? It isn't that we don't appreciate your generosity, 
But the six geese have not alone nearly murdered the Carlin birds, but they laid their eggs on top of the vet's head from the pear tree, and his bill was £68 in cash. My mother is munching 60 grains of Valium a day and talking to herself in a most alarming way. You must keep your feelings for me in check, Governor. Day 7. Nola, we are not amused by your little joke. Seven swans a-swimming is a most romantic idea, but not in the bath of a private house. We cannot use the bathroom now because they have gone completely savage and rush the door every time we try to enter. If things go on this way, the mother and I will smell as bad as the living room carpet. Please lay off. It is not fair. Governor. Day 8. Nola, who the hell do you think gave you the right to send eight hefty maids of milk in here to eat us out of house and home? Their cattle is all over the front lawn and has trampled the hill over the mother's rose beds. The swans invaded the living room in a sneak attack, and the ensuing battle between them and the calling birds, turtle doves, French hens and partridge made the battle of the Somme seem like Wanderley Wagon. The mother is on a bottle of whiskey a day as well as the 60 grains of Valium. I'm very annoyed with you, Governor. Day 9. Listen, you louser. There's enough pandemonium in this place night and day without nine drummers drumming, while the eight flaming maids of milking is beating me poor old alcoholic mother out of her own kitchen and gobbling everything in sight. I'm warning you, you're making an enemy of me, Governor. Day 10. Listen, manure face. I hope you will be haunted by the strains of the ten pipers piping which is sent to torment us last night. They were aided in their evil work by those maniac drummers, and it wasn't a pleasant sight to look out the window and see eight hefty maids of milking pogoing round with the ensuing punk rock uproar. My mother has just finished her third bottle of whiskey on top of 124 grains of Valium. You'll get yours. Governor all lunacy. Day 11. You have scandalised my mother, you dirty Jezebel. It was bad enough to have eight maids of milk and dancing to punk music on the front lawn. But they've now been joined by your friends, the eleven lords a-leapin. And the antics of the whole lot of them would leave the most decadent days of the Roman Empire looking like outlook. I'll get you yet, you old bag. Day 12. Listen, slurry head, you have ruined our lives. The twelve maidens dancing turned up last night and beat the living daylights out of the eight maids of milking because they found them carrying on with the eleven lords a-leaping. Meanwhile, the swans got out of the living room where they'd been hiding since the big battle and savaged hell out of the lords and all the maids. There were eight ambulances here last night and the local civil defence as well. The mother is in a home for the bewildered and I'm sitting here up to me neck and birds droppings, empty whiskey and valium bottles, birds blood and feathers where the flaming cows eats the leaves off the pear tree. I'm a broken man. Come to show lunacy. <laughs> Ah, there you uh, are. Sure. Now, where would you be without that on a Christmas? Kelly. Huh? Deadly buzz. Hall's Pictorial Weekly. Do you remember that, Kenny? Yes, indeed. Yeah, oh, I do indeed. Okay. All I right. do indeed. All right. Listen, I want to give a shout out here to uh, something we've been talking about on the show the last couple of weeks. Yeah. We had Ethan in here. It's Irish Project Hope, and we're bringing in some uh, Syrian refugee families into the country. And we'd love you if you're thinking about doing a donation for Christmas then uh, maybe you could uh, think about giving um, this project and yeah. our donation would be great. There's, yeah. uh, of course, uh, charitable receipts if you uh, get in anything over $25. And, you know, we know that the Irish community can get behind something like this. You can actually mail it in to Irish Project Hope at the Holy Rosary Parish. And that's at 354 St. Clair Avenue West, Toronto, Postal code M5P1N4 and put it to the attention of Ethna Heffernan. And that information, and if you want to do it online, is actually on our website, SaturdayIrishRadio.com. And uh, it's right under the news section there. Yeah. And you can click on that link. Just make sure that you, uh, when you're on the link, that you go to the uh, Holy Rosary Parish because the website will display all of the, uh, all of the parishes in Toronto. But ours is the Holy Rosary Parish. And um, they'll ask you for uh, to select um, the uh, the cause, and it's the um, special projects um, on that link there. But put it in the box there, Irish Project Hope, and we'll we'll know the funds are associated with our little entity. So it's a bit complicated, but very no, worthwhile. Right. Taking it's your worthwhile. Time. Make and sure I, it gets channeled. I heard in the right an direction. interview there with uh, on the news today with the. The Vietnamese boat people, uh, 60,000 of them came in 18 months here to Canada, and they're now uh, getting together, and they're sponsoring in three families wow. as well. So That's fair play wonderful. to them, because they know wonderful. exactly what it's like. So uh, anyway, here's a wee bit of music. This is one that you wanted to hear, so uh, i play this for you this oh, morning. Yes.
It'll play out there a wee bit, here. yeah. It's almost a wrap here. Almost a wrap. Want to wish all our listeners a very happy Christmas. Our sponsors, a big thank you and a very happy Christmas. Absolutely. To, uh, to everyone. Support them. Get out to the, the She Bean, the Belfast, the Galway Arms. Get down to see the Quinn family there. Yes, PJ indeed. O'Brien's, the Irish Embassy. Flyer and, uh, Lingus. Flyer Lingus and, and drink Guinness. There you go. That's Couldn't. about it, folks. Yeah, I want to just a quick shout out. PJ Gallagher sent us in a request for a Christmas evening in Kerry. I don't have that one, PJ, on hand right now, but I will send this one out to you. He wanted to wish all our listeners and all his friends a very happy Christmas as well. But we'll play this one. I came across this. It's off a brand new CD from Cherish the Ladies, and it's called An Irish Christmas. It's a great old Irish lady telling a wee story. Slán, folks. Slán agwif. Oh, let me tear aside the veil that curtains of the years. Oh, let me cast away life's dower of sadness and of tears and find again the peace and the joy that used to shine so bright when as a child I reveled in an Irish Christmas night. Oh, let me see a whitewashed home beside the country lane, the holly glistening on the walls, a candle in the pane, and let me glimpse those eyes that shone with rapture and delight when round a blazing fire of turf we sat on Christmas night. Oh, let me hear the tales once told, the laughter that you ring, the jokes and the banter we would frame, the songs we love to sing. Oh, let me feel a mother's love embrace me in its light as once it did, long, long ago upon a Christmas night. Oh, far my feet have roamed since then, and much my eyes have scanned. I've glimpsed the finest structures the mind of men here planned. But all the glory earth can claim, its splendor and his might, seems small in view to one who knew. An Irish Programming Christmas. for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon. <laughs>